touches water to wine in us, and we get transformation at the highest level, union with God, it's going to be Christ through us to the world. And guess what? We're headed to the cross. Not like what he did. It will be our own cross. It will be the church going through the tribulation. That will be our cross. The church will suffer persecution. The church will suffer the things that Christ suffered at some level. You know, we will suffer that. He's told us many times that we will follow him and we will suffer. However, it's our greatest joy and it's our greatest hour and how much we want to do this because, first of all, it's a union with him, you know, and he's going to bring us through in great, in great victory. You know, whether or not, yes, we might lose our lives here, but that's okay. He lost his life, right, to gain it. And so it's the same for us. And, you know, there's these scriptures in here that talk about um, all of creation is groaning and waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. Have you read that one? But I believe that when he turns water to wine in us, there will be a revealing of the sons of God to the earth. There will be, in other words, a company of people that are so given over to him that it will be Christ is living his life in us and through us to the world around us. It, like the Apostle Paul said, it's no longer I who live. Like he could say that. He's like, I'm not even living my life. He's living his life through me. That's going to happen on a global scale through empty vessels, right, who have been filled with him, and then he changes water to wine. That's like he's going to live his life through us, in us and through us. So there's another passage, Isaiah 60, where it says deep darkness will cover the earth. Okay, this is what's happening. Deep darkness is covering the earth, but then what does it say? Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So... I'll just close with this. Oh, it's already past nine. Oh. Right now, you guys, the church does not look good. Globally, the church looks bloodied, disjointed, broken, beaten. The church looks like Jesus on the cross. That's what the church looks like. And so the scripture says he was marred beyond recognizing. He was beaten up so bad you couldn't recognize who he was. What's happening in the earth right now with the state of the church globally, with what it looks like, people can't see Christ when they look at his body. Do you see that? It's the cross. Like, they can't see Christ, and they're offended. The cross is very offensive. When he died on the cross, everybody fled from him, except his mom and John and a few others. His disciples fled. They're like, I don't want anything to do with this. This is terrible. That's what's happening on a global scale right now. I was just in a conference with a bunch of Catholic leaders. They were all talking about the state of the church. And they're almost like, what are we going to do? Like, this does not look good right now. And I basically stood up and gave them this word of hope because it's so hopeful. Though we look like what's happening, his body is broken, bloodied, disjointed. His joints were literally pulled out. 
disjointed, right? He suffered that. If he suffered the disjointedness, if he suffered the fact that people would look at his body and not be able to recognize him, he suffered all of this for his global body. Like, he suffered this on the cross. Therefore, it's going to get healed. Because what does he do? The body goes into the grave. Like, we're going to corporately learn somehow he will get us there to die to ourselves. The corporate body is going to the grave. In other words, we're going to get this. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And it's at that moment that the resurrection happens in the church. And it's arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And then we will be like the resurrected Christ in the earth, bringing full global transformation and preparing the globe for his return. Like that is what's happening. So there is tremendous hope for the church. Right now, it looks like a bloody mess. But very soon, and it will be a quick work, just as the cross going into the grave and the resurrection was only three days, it's also going to be a quick work where he's going to bring his global body to the grave in a good way, right? He's going to help us to die to ourselves so that we can arise and shine and become full of his glory before he returns. And that's why the scripture can say, the bride has made herself ready, and then he comes back. Because when we look right now, we're like, how's the bride going to make herself ready? Like, we can't even get along with our brother down the street, you know? We all have different theology. Let's not fight about these things. You know, all this stuff going on, right? And then, you know, it's all kinds of scandals in the church. <laughs> Everything. Everything's happening, right? It's a bloody mess for real. But but God, you know, this is what he's going to do. He's going to bring us corporately to the grave, and he's going to do something. And you guys, the forerunners, we've been talking about forerunners this whole internship. It's those empty vessels. That's what the forerunners are. Those people, the revealing of the sons of God. There's going to be a company of people that are forerunners that are just one step ahead of everybody else. Just one step. That's going to be like, let me show you the ways of God. You know? He'll take you a little further and then he'll say, okay, now you help this person to catch up. You know? That's what a forerunner is. They're not way ahead. There's one step ahead. You know? And then they're going to use... He's going to use us to help in that hour when it's, things are getting even more dire than they are right now, right? And we're going to help people be able to tell them, this is what's going on. you got to give yourself to Christ, you know? So that's it. Let's pray. And then, um, yeah, Lord Jesus, we just love you so much. And God, we just want to be those empty vessels, Lord, that you fill up to the full, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. And then you change, Lord, the water into wine, your blood. And your blood, Lord, becomes everything to us, Lord. You live your life in us and through us to the world around us. And God, I just pray. I pray for Denisa, for Lydia, Lord, for Jordan, for Michaela, God. Lord, in that vision, you, there weren't very many empty vessels. But, Lord, I just thank you for these girls. Lord, I believe they are empty vessels, Lord. 
be brought to you so that you can fill them with your Holy Spirit and change water to wine and that they would be ones, Lord, that are forerunning what you're going to do in the earth or they would truly be forerunners for you. And I just, I thank you for them. I thank you that they've given themselves to you, that their heart is sincere, that their yes is truly a yes, and you see that. It doesn't matter where they're at in the journey. Their heart is yes, and that's what you see. And you're going to help them every step of the way to get there. So, Lord, I just thank you for them, and I just pray, God, that you would help them to be just fully cooperating with you unto such union with you, Lord, that they just, it's no longer they who live, but it's Christ. It's you who are living through them. And God, just just thank you for them so much. I just bless each of you. Um, yeah, I just want to pray for you. I just bless each of you just to be filled, just to be empty water cups filled with the Holy Spirit at the highest level. And Lord, that you would, in your perfect timing, change water to wine. But Lord, I just, I bring these empty vessels to you, Lord, in faith. Lord, just like in the vision, I bring them to you, God. I thank you for them. This is kind of sad. I know. I know. I didn't think I was going to get excited. I know. It's sad. I made you a, a book list of my some of my top ten books. Oh, thank you. If you ever want to try to read any of these. Yeah. Um, these are some of the books that kind of got me going on a deeper track with the Lord. Um and I have a lot of these in my office, too, so you wouldn't necessarily have to buy them. You could borrow them and bring it back. There was some that interests you, you know? Some of them are easy reads and some are hard reads. 
but I kind of described at the bottom which ones are a little easier, which ones are a little harder. Once I started reading some of these books, I don't know, I just went to another level in God, you know? So sometimes it does help to read books outside the Bible. Like, of course, the Bible is our standard. But sometimes when you read from people who have gone really far in God, you're receiving from them, like, how far they went. And so it's really helpful. Like, when I started to read Teresa of Avila, Interior Castle, at first I didn't get it. It was kind of a confusing book to me. But then something happened about halfway through where I was like, oh, my gosh. I am so receiving right now, and I don't even understand it. You know? It was just very holy and very spiritual. And so I was just like, by the end of the book, I wept because the book was over. And I was like, I felt like I was having a conversation with a friend. Like, somehow she had become my friend. And I think that's real. Like, these people in heaven... The veil is thin, you know? It's not like I talked to her or anything, but through her book, I felt like I'm receiving from a person who is alive, who's before God and praying in the cloud of witnesses. That's crazy, you know? And she's like, she probably is praying for me because I'm particularly engaging with her work, you know? I mean, God does stuff like that, you know? So it's like, I'm expecting to meet her someday. So cool, you know? So, all right, so we'll be in touch about next week, whether or not we'll go up to Sacramento or what we'll do. And then after the new year, if you guys want to just start doing Young Adults Night on Tuesday night, I'm up for that. Um, you know, I'm sure Jason and Nori would, would be yes, into it. I want them. Yeah. 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 You guys want um, your copies? Oh yeah. You can use them again. Can I have them right here. Um, sure. We need to get actually get a binder. Yeah. Like cups might have. Well, yeah. Probably organize it the way that works for right. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't worry, you guys. You guys are less like you're. You're stellar. Um, I, I can't tell you how much you guys bless me so much. This is it. I have a testimony to give to you. Um, when we first, my family, we first moved here, we were very much used to the small prayer room environment, but we didn't know it was a prayer room environment, and the small community, and we really lost that when we came to America, and then COVID mm-hmm. happened, and mm-hmm. we lost the big church community too, and we just really felt stripped and empty my parents had left Romania and they were both burned out yeah and just I just want to tell you how um how refreshing the prayer room has been to me mm-hmm. and I know in the beginning my like life was really patchy and I just remembered the first time I ever did a set <coughs> was when you gave me the guitar and you're like 6 a.m you're gonna do it and you didn't really <laughs> give me an option and I had come I remember in here that. With, I had come in here with Vanessa if you remember that yeah and we were here during the sets, but it never occurred to me that I could be seeing a set. I'm and pretty sure I was there for your first set. Yeah, I, I remember Aww. I was at Olivia's and Natalie's house, and I was like, guys, I'm so scared to do it by myself. Please come. And um, I just want to tell you that that meant so much to me. Yeah. And now, here we are, and you've totally, like, the prayer of environment has totally changed the way I see messages. I remember I used to be so bored. 
during a church message, I would sit there and be like, I could be doing like a thousand other things right now. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's so fascinating mm-hmm. now. So thank you. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> That's a cute face. Yes. Such a good testimony. <laughs> I feel like it's it's <coughs> real fruit, you know, like what God's doing. Because I think the temptation of the natural is always to see this such small numbers, and then you, mm-hmm. you just always think, is anything happening? Yeah. Whatever, whatever the enemy wants you to think, right? Mm-hmm. But no, there's there's true fruit, right? Yeah. So. I have these three. <laughs> Would you yeah. take a celebratory selfie? Oh my gosh, yeah. Hey, I have to take my video. I do too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, ready? Get in it, Amy. Okay. All our mouth noises. So <laughs> okay, those are always the best ones. Always the best. So cute, Amy. Be real. Can you be in our video? Sure, whatever. Yeah. I'm real. I'm here. <laughs> I'm being real. I was real in that message. <laughs> How does it work? What do we do? Just say cheese. Yeah. Say cheese. Cheese. Okay, no, mine. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm 